It's a Punk Rock Classrooms podcast, season three, episode 12, Time and Space. Good morning, good afternoon. Happy, safe commutes. Maybe it's your spring break. I know a lot of people are engaging in spring breaks. Josh is on spring break right as now. As we record. Yeah, as we record yeah. this, I'm on spring break. And I have about two weeks before mine, which surprisingly is actually early. Usually in here in Chicagoland, our spring break's tied to Easter. This year, we're doing it at the end of March. So I'm kind of excited for that. And then we'll have a long Easter weekend. But, but anyway, I am Mike Earnshaw, principal extraordinaire from Lansing, Illinois, still teaching because it's not spring break yet. Right. And this is Josh Buckley, a Title I school improvement specialist, longest title that doesn't mean a whole lot, uh, out of Mesa, Arizona. And we are stoked to have you on listening to the Punk Rock Classrooms podcast, where Mike and I talk about bringing passion, unity, and DIY to schools and classrooms to make the best place ever for students and all the folks who work there. And it's all right. If you're on spring break and your lunch now consists of just Mountain Dew and Butterfingers and Reese's, I mean, that's what I did when I was in high school. I saved my money and just bought junk. You can still all be punks here at the Punk Rock Classrooms podcast. That's right. That's right. Mine, I've tried to be, I've tried to be good this spring break. Uh, I've played a whole bunch of video games, which is- I've seen that. You know, I seen maybe, your tweet last night. Maybe not the greatest, <laughs> but that's what I've been doing. Uh, anyway, today, Mike, we are uh, doing an episode where we are talking about time, yep. right? About the need uh, for time for classroom teachers, for your parapros, for your leaders, for everyone on a campus, we all need a little bit of time, right? Right. You it's, think of, it's right. Go ahead. You, well, we, we think about bands who go, 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 go. And they don't, they need that time to stop and you need time to write those new uh, songs you need time to connect and recharge and do all those things before you go into the studio and put out that next great record. Right. Or before you hit right. the stage again, you need that time. And as educators, as both classroom teachers, as district leaders, or as building leaders, like Mike is, we have the opportunity to give folks time, the gift of time. We do. We do. So you it's, had just mentioned, Mike, you and I were going back and forth and you you had shared uh, something that you just did with your staff. Uh, and I want to kind of talk a little bit about this. I want to kind of, before you tell the story, I want to talk about the idea. I think what happens in education is we all have a million things going on. Right. Right now, right. you are flying solo on your campus. Your assistant principal has been out for a little bit. So you know what it means to have that time crunch, to not have the time you need to get things done. Uh, I, this month, have a Title I budget to write, a uh, school improvement action plan to write, and a responsibility plan all due on the same day. Oh, that's cool. For my title one stuff. I'll do to get I'll do on the same time for my title one stuff. Of course, so, right? Why not? I'm gonna lock I'm gonna try to lock myself in my office when we get back to work and nail a couple of those out of the way. But time is this really important thing. As educators, we always need time in order to plan, in order to grade, in order to like prep and do all those things. So I want you to share, Mike, what you recently did with your staff to give them some time and some focus. Uh, what was that all about? 
Yeah. So it was our, it was our monthly faculty meeting. And I think I've shared on this before, um, in our, and you, ha- you have to have those, right? Right. And I was going to say in our district, contractually, we have to have a monthly faculty meeting outside of contractual hours. Um, I know a lot of districts, um, the principals and action group I belong to um, on Voxer, I say belong to, I mean, it's free. Anyone can be part of it. Um, but they, uh, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I, I didn't have anything to share. So we didn't have a meeting. Well, we're not, we have to have a meeting. So, I mean, shameless plug coming. I mean, I have a whole book out of things that we've done a lot of it is things we've done during staff meetings to make them fun engaging collaborative you know not just me reciting bullet points that i could have sent in the email so i really pride myself on that i think i do a good job of not doing that stereotypical thing you see on twitter and instagram and facebook where people are always saying let's get rid of staff meetings just send an email so I, i really try to make it where we're coming together in, in learning and everything that I present, every activity, it's, it's my thinking is how can the teachers take this back to their students, right? Yeah. You know, so if yeah. we do, we do, you know, the speed dating, how can they turn this into a classroom um, activity? activity. Yes. So what we did, uh, this was an hour long staff meeting. Uh, you know, we do the generic, you know, not, I don't want to say generic, but we, Hey, let's pass our gracious Grizzlies. Any shout outs? What's our PBIS update? What's our focus going to be this month? That takes all 10 minutes. If that. Yeah. So I said, I had told everyone to bring in a copy, <clears throat> either a DVD or a printout of their favorite movie of all time. Like that's it. Like just bring in your favorite movie. And what we did then is I had them get into groups. And as always, I never have them work with the people they always work with on a daily basis. So let's split it up. I want one person from each grade level and a specialist in every, every team we make here. I first had them go around and just share their favorite movie. What did you bring in and why is that your favorite movie of all time? You know, just tell everyone. Then I said, okay, now here's what we're going to do. First, you all need to pick one movie out of your group. So after everyone shared, pick one movie that you're going to focus on for the activity. But I didn't tell them what the activity was yet. Right. Yeah. So they had no idea what they're getting into. So they're like, well, you know, a lot of people, well, how do we know what to pick? I'm like, well, just pick which one do you guys all agree on that you'll focus on? So then I tell them, here's the activity. Let's pretend we've just moved into a new building. We have nothing. There's no manipulatives. There's no textbooks. There's nothing except a TV DVD player with your movie and paper and pencil. That's all you got. I want you to now create an entire day's lessons based on this movie. I want a math lesson, an ELA lesson, a science lesson, art, music, gym, SEL, you know, so they have about 15 minutes to create this, right? So each group gets to work. And then what we did is we shared out. First, we didn't have each group when they shared out tell what movie they chose. We just had them explain the activities. Then we made a game out of it. We guessed what movie we thought they were working with. Yeah. But Josh, the point of this activity was I wanted the staff to see, like, I I told them afterwards, I said, Within 10 minutes, without any real planning preparation, like you all to co- collectively were able to come up with a pretty deep 
math lesson. Like all of them, you know, like one person had Sweet Home Alabama. So if you ever seen that movie with Reese Witherspoon, I think it was Matthew McConaughey. You know, he was from another. You, you're looking at me like, my God, I, I watched no, uh, no idea the the romantic com, the com roms <laughs> or rom coms. Yeah. So, but like they were like we would measure the distance from her hometown to his hometown, like. So they had all of these pretty deep yeah. activities that one, I'd be able to tie to any standard and any grade level um, that related to the movie, but also were something like kids would need to use to learn. And um, I said, you all were able to do this within 10 minutes. Come up. I mean, now granted, if we were to really do this, obviously there'd be more planning going into it, yeah. but you were able to come up with these great ideas with nothing as a team, because we talk about that all the time, right? Unity. Yeah. You you got you got experts down the hall from you. You got experts next door. So I wanted them to see, like maybe let's let's think outside the box. Like let's start doing some of these things. And I said, what is super popular right now? And I, I put this out last Friday when I played the Encanto soundtrack and lunch. You said the same thing happens at your building, dude. Kids are obsessed with this movie right now. Yeah. Kanto, right? Adults are obsessed with this movie. I said, what if you created an entire lesson, an entire unit, thematic unit around Encanto? Instead of you, you just don't worry about the wonders textbook series and those stories. Like what if you did something around this? Think of how engaged those kids are going to be with it. Yeah. And it's one of those things like I want, I gave them some time to kind of see what, they can do. I encourage them to go out and try to do it. Um, but that's what it comes down to. Like, I think sometimes as educators, we think we need all of this extra time when it's done. I'm, I, this is going to come out wrong. And I, uh, the social media police will probably come out. The firing squads could come out, but I think, you know, everyone's arguing we need more time to plan. Like, I think sometimes we have enough time, but we need to think, I think change need, our thinking. I think we need focus. And I think that's, yes. I think that's the problem is there are so many things right now that educators are juggling, right? So many things right. that they're juggling, whether it's okay. I mean, for us in my district, we have this new SEL survey that we're, we're giving kids. So we have to give that, we have to look at that data. We have to do this. We have to look at our AZ M2 data. We have to look at X, Y, and Z. Oh, don't forget. We got a progress monitor. We have to do all these right. things. And I think what we have to do, and I, and I think you, you had said this, like, forget about the wonders. Is that the book you said was whatever, mm-hmm. Like forget about that yeah. book for forget about that book for a second. Don't worry about getting to chapter whatever in that book. Right. Don't worry about doing that. Take your time and focus it in on this. Take your time and do this with it. Right. I, I think what we run into is we're asking teachers to do so many things that leaders in buildings and at the district level especially have to take a second and go like, okay, I want to give the gift of time. I want to let folks know in my building that, you know what? Don't worry about that right now. Right. Focus on this. Don't worry about, you know, this meeting, we're going to, we're going to have some fun. We're going to dive into a way that you can maybe focus planning and do something really cool instead of worrying about like, okay, I've got to make sure that I hit this chapter in the wonders book. Oh, and then I'm also on this chapter in my math or whatever you guys use right, my math right. as our math book. Right. Uh, and, and instead of doing that, just go like, you know what? I know my standards. I'm going to create 
a theme lesson around this. And it, what we could do and what you could do is, as a leader is the next time, or if you have the opportunity to go, you know what? And PLCs this week, don't worry about giving me your data analysis sheet. What I want in your PLCs this week is I want you guys to come up with some sort of theme unit. Use that time to plan. Don't use that time to fill out a document for me. Don't use that time to, you know, do X, Y, or Z. What I want you to do is I want you to use this time to focus plan on something and and give those, those sort of the time, the space, and the opportunity to focus in on something. Because what we're doing is we're asking teachers to, you know, like, like scattershot their every ounce of effort they have. Right. You know, we're asking them to, instead of focusing in, we're saying, nope, you got to do all these things and do them all right now as well as you can. But if we can tell teachers, if we can give them the space and the time and go, you know what, put all that side stuff aside right now, let's focus on doing this thing. Let's do this and let's get really good at doing this or let's do something really exceptional here. Then you take a little bit of that load off of teachers, you know? Right. And I think you, like you said, it's, it's gotta be a focus. And I remember when we started the school year and I said at our admin meeting, we did, we did an episode on it. Right. Remember three things. Like yeah. I can't remember it was at the beginning of school. You're like, let's just focus on three things. And of course, as the year goes on and of course, if things have planned that played out in this pandemic and everything that's going on, there's, there's literally probably triple that amount of things we need right. to do. Right. And I think it's in, it's hard because, and I think that's where a lot of educators, including myself would say, well, you need to give me more time in my schedule. Well, let's face it. You can extend the school day all you want. Does that mean any of those extra things now are really going to get done with fidelity? No, like it's, it, it's, I like what you said, focus. Cause I've seen, firsthand in my, in, a, in my campus, like we have, we have a couple grade level teams who, so here's how ours work. Like at the elementary level, there's every, from 810 to 845, two days a week, um, actually five days a week, the teachers have no students, right? So class doesn't start till eight, student contact starts at 845. Okay. So two days a week from 810 to 845, teams meet. The other three days are like, personal plans in addition to the other plans throughout the day. Right. So now I've got some teams who are like, well, we're going to meet as much as we need to, because that's important that we have that time together. Right. Um, some teams strictly meet their two days. Cause that's what the contract says. Okay. I can't, I can't fight that. I can't make you meet more, but even teams that just meet those two days, I've seen some because they're so focused, they have norms established. They work as a cohesive unit. Like they get in, and they get to work and they accomplish a lot collaboratively in that third, in that, what is it? 35 minutes. Yeah. Um, but then there's other teams and we've seen this everywhere. Like, you know, some it's, if you don't have a focus of what you need to do, and it kind of goes back to that three things, like, and I've tried to say this to the staff and I need to take my own advice. Like let's cut out some of this other fluff. Yeah. And, and I've told that to my, my supervisors as well. Like I just had my, of annual evaluation uh, the other week and something came up and I was like, I'm going to be honest with you. I have not done anything with that because this is where I'm focused at right now, right. because this is what my building needs right now. Right. And they're like, okay, well that makes sense, but make sure you kind of get to it. I'm like, and I will, but that's number 72 right now. Right. As opposed to what uh, these other things you want me to do. 
Yeah. And I, I think we have to give folks the, we have to let folks know that it's, it's okay to, to sort of not let things go. I, I don't mean it that way, but right. we have to let folks know that like you're, you're not going to be able to do all things at all times. So what can we focus on now and get really good at? You're right. At the beginning of the year, we talked about pick three things, do them, do them well, right? That punk rock only needs three chords. Right. Right. So when we talk about that in the space of like giving teachers the, t- the time and space and focus on on working on something, and that focus might not be dictated by me. That focus might be right. what does your PLC think you all need to work on? Right. Well, what's right. what's or what does the data tell you that you need to work on? What's your focus look like? But for us, we have every Wednesday is an early release. Every That's Wednesday, nice. the entire school year is an early release. Kids are out two hours early every Wednesday. So we don't always meet as a staff every Wednesday, but we have the opportunity to meet as a staff every Wednesday for usually if we have a meeting, it's an hour, maybe right. Yeah. 45 minutes. We do some professional development. We talk right. about some stuff. We get some things going. We do some collaboration. And then the rest of the time is PLC time, right? We are on clock until about until three, right? Okay. So kids leave at noon we have people in the building until three o'clock. That's our contract time, right? Seven to three. So yeah. folks have, a, we usually start at about 1230 is when we meet 1230 to 130 if we meet together. Because, you know, we got to dismiss kids. We got to do all that stuff. And by the time kids get out of right, the building right. and, and we get where we need to go. So if we come together, it's for about an hour. And then they have the rest of the time to PLC, plan, meet and do that stuff. And we are lucky to have that Time, right. Oh, yeah, I, for sure. I know that there are folks in my in my district. There are leaders who meet as a staff for that entire time. Yeah, no. They come together every week for three hours. Yeah, and I have no idea what you do for that amount of time. And we talk when we talk about you're stressing teachers out. If you're not giving that time, I think what we can do is if you're building in common plan time, right? If you're a leader and you get to set that schedule, build in common plan time, right? We don't have plan time built in at the beginning of the day because we have breakfast in the classroom, so kids come into our rooms right away. Okay. We don't do playground in the morning. We don't have like everybody out to playground. We open the gates at 710. Kids can start coming in. The buses start dropping off. Kids go right to the classroom. Yeah. So everybody's on duty in the morning, right? Um, What that means though, is we've tried to make sure that we have a common plan time, that everybody gets prep every day, right? That everybody has common plan. And then what that means is we're done with kids at about two and then teachers have until three o'clock most days, uh, open for, for their plan time. The only yeah. time that we take is that Wednesday time when we meet together as a staff, but allowing folks that time. And then sometimes for us on that Wednesday, we go like, you know what, guys, you have stuff you need to do. Here's what we want you to work on. Right. Yeah. Last, I mean, last week we talked about this, continue that conversation with your PLCs this week. You have lots of time to do it. You can do vertical articulation. You can do grade level teaming. You can, if you want to bring your, one of the special ed folks in to work with your team who works with the intermediate grades, bring that person in, whatever it is to plan together. We want to build in that plan time so that folks aren't overwhelmed, but we still get overwhelmed. So, oh yeah. No no matter how much time we give, it's still going to, it can be overwhelmed, but I agree with you. Like, yeah, we do. We have so many a, a year 
of noon dismissals where it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. It's kind of like every other month, I think. And then every other month between that is our hourly faculty meeting or a two hour faculty meeting. But when it's like the hour meetings, I pretty much keep them everyone together. Cause by the time, you know, we get through the welcomes, the activity I have planned, it's time to go. You know, I, I always right. give time for the union to meet privately afterwards. Um, but yeah, those two hours or three hour meetings, I, I don't have enough things to go over, man, for like, and no one wants to listen to me. So I, we do that a lot as well. Like we always say like, you're free to work on this here in the common area, but you can go back to your team leaders room and work on it there. And my AP and I, a lot of times we'll, we'll go around for those long hour, those long day yeah. meetings. We'll go around with like snacks and food and just check on people. Hey, how can we help you? What's yeah. going on? Like, but I think those, and I've, we've all seen it like districts when you have a SIP day, right. Or an Institute day. And it, you look at the agenda and it's chock full of you sitting there listening to speakers. Then you have an hour break for lunch and then you're listening. That's, that's a waste of time. Like, yeah. no, like you can do, you can do your keynote guy, inspire guy, whatever in the beginning, there's some uh, district initiatives or school initiatives or whatever the day entails. Yeah. But, I think there should always be time for teachers to meet and work with each other on those days. There has to be. Right. And I I think it really is comes down to if, if you're a teacher in, in a classroom, we have to be okay with, with going, you know what, I'm going to set that aside right now. I'm going to work on this. I'm going to focus on this. I'm going to use my time on this. Uh, And as building leaders, you have to give folks the freedom to put something aside, right? Like you said, you you just had your meeting and, you know, your evaluator was like, look, I get it. You're working on that because it's really important, but you're going to have to get to this and you get to go, okay, yeah, I know that, but I've got to work on this. This is really important for my faculty right now. We have to give people the flexibility to do that, right? And as classroom teachers, you have to give your students the flexibility, right? You have to give them the space and time to collaborate and to work and to do and to create if you want, if you want fruitful things to come out of it. Right. Right. I think too, and one one of the things just popped into my head, how we've talked a lot about relying on your crew. And like, you know, I I know I've talked about it a lot. Um, We all have, we all have strengths, we all have areas of growth. Now there's been times where we'll have an initiative that the teams have to complete and they're supposed to do it together. But where I know one member on that team, like that's their strength, like they're going to crush this thing. And this is one of those things when you have all these things building up, it's all right to kind of divide and conquer, you know, like as long as when it gets turned into me, it's completed. And I always say, as long as all of you are understanding of what this is, like, if that's what they're going to tackle and take on to ease the burden off of everyone else, and then they're going to take something else, like, I don't see why there would be a problem with that. Like, as long as you're all on the same page, because all your names are still going on it, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm always bothered by... 
So we haven't asked for a lot. We asked for like PLC minutes, but we haven't been yeah. super tight on them. I know that there are campuses that dictate what their teachers talk about every PLC. Wow. This is what you're talking about today. This is what it kind of takes away. This kind of takes away the whole mentality of a PLC. Like it takes away like dictating, the, right. What? It takes away the flexibility of it. it takes right. away. I told my teachers, I've, I, I've only, we've only dictated PLC time, I think twice this year. And one of them was to uh, look over data. And so it was a data reflection sheet and it was either guys, we all do this together in this big room and you hang out with me, or I'm going to let you all as a team do it during this time. Right. Right. Uh, and the other time was to set up stuff to with, for our new testing stuff to go train for our new testing stuff. So instead of doing your PLC today, you and your team go do the training modules so that you can use this new program we're using. Right. You don't have to sit in here. You don't have to do it with me. I trust your team to go do this. I'm going to, I'm going to snag your PLC time to do that. And those are really the only two times this year that we've taken away that PLC time from folks. But I know that there are, that there are leaders out there who go like, yeah, you know what you PLC in here, this is what we do. This is where you PLC. This is where we meet. Uh, yeah. You need your stuff. Well, you should have brought it. You should have brought it with you. Right. Like, how, yeah, can you, no. how, how can you PLC <laughs> and use your sources and everything if you're not in your space to do it in? Exactly. Right. Like it, it defeats the purpose of that. And I, I think, I think that we have to be, we have to be conscious of that as building leaders that we are giving space and time in order to, for folks to plan effectively and for folks to give effective feedback when they're, when they're, you know, assessing student work um, that doesn't happen without time. And, and we have to be able to, we have to be good and okay with giving teachers that time and not dictating what it looks like always. Well, and you know, when it comes to, it's funny, I had a conversation with, with some staff members this morning, like first thing in the morning and it comes down to like, you know, I know sometimes my leadership style, I don't want to say it's criticized, but I know staff here has said like, we really appreciate that you don't micromanage us and you, you treat us like professionals and you trust that we're going to do what we were hired to do. Right. And, yeah. and that's, a, and that's the truth. Like if I hire somebody for a specific role, I expect you to do it. And I, right. I don't like, so for me, I shouldn't need to see every quote unquote PLC in the gym working on an early release day. Like I trust that as a team, you're going to be in a room together, completing what needs to get done. Right. Um, and, you know, and, and I know that there's an argument. I've heard this from other administrators, you know, well, sometimes they get off track and then they just complain or they're just talking about what they're going to do on the weekend. But look, Sometimes those conversations are needed, you know, just especially with everything going on this year. But if as a leader, like to me, if you feel you need to dictate and oversee everything that they're doing, that says almost something there's no, like, there's a lack of trust. You're a manager at that point, right? Exactly. You're you're not, you're not letting, you're not leading, you're managing. Right. And if, if you have a team who, and this has happened, you know, I've been, I've been an elementary principal for eight years. I mean, there's been times where I would look at the minutes or, or whatever the, 
the document that needed to be completed and filled in by the end of the day. And you could look and say, all right, this team spent 15 minutes just doing this to get it done. What do they do the other hour and a half? But then that's a conversation I have with them. Like, Hey, what ha-? And then going forward, like they won't, they'll, they'll take it more seriously the next time. Or, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and you never know why that might be, right? Like we have to, you there have to be ass- a reason behind it, right? But you have to assume best intentions. Maybe one right. of their teammates came in and was struggling with a specific student or a specific right. thing. And so they rallied around that and they did that. And it wasn't the focus of whatever they needed at that point. Or they were like, yeah, we can't write all that down. Right. So, I mean, we have to give folks space and we have to, we have to trust is, is key in that, in that time. And that gift of time is, is super important. So, you know, just to kind of reiterate where we're at, like, I think it often feels like all of us don't have time to get the things done that we need to get done. So what it comes down to is as leaders, you have to, give some time and some space for folks to be able to give you to, to produce quality things, right? right? For them to have the time to make high quality, engaging lessons, they have to have the time to do that. They have to have the space to collaborate with their peers, right? We have to have the trust built in that we can give that time and space. Right. You, you hired professionals, let them be professionals. Right. Right. The works it's, <laughs> The work's going to get done. And by having them work with each other and collaborate and pick each other's brains and it's the end goal will, it will be met, you know, it's not, and it's not on my, it's not on my time or my clock, like what my timeline, I should say, like each team has different, different needs, you know, right. Right. What my fifth grade team may need to focus on is different than what my first grade team needs to focus on. And right. And as a, and as a classroom teacher, you know, I spent 15 years as a classroom teacher. I've been really high functioning PLCs. I've been in really low functioning teams, right. As a, as a, as a classroom teacher, I can't, if I'm not going in and I'm not putting in the time and using the space, I have to check myself on how much I'm complaining about my lack of time. Right. Right. If I'm not willing to use the space and time, if I'm not willing to engage my my colleagues in that work, then I'm going to have to own that I'm going to do some of this after school. Right. Right. You got to self reflect, and I and I am not an advocate of. I mean, granted, we're it's not an eight to four job. We all know that when we got into right. education. But I we've talked about this. Like I don't expect any of my staff members to be bringing home hours of work on a, on a nightly basis or, or dedicating, you know, hours on a weekend. Cause I don't do it. So I don't expect that from them, but it comes back to what you said when you have the, when the time is given, have a focus and, you know, take advantage of it, get it done. Right. And look at sometimes there are times when you just need to stare at your wall, stare at your wall for your right. period. There are times when that right. happens and I don't begrudge anybody, especially nope. in a year like this to go like, you know what? I did it watch, today during lunch, man. I'm going to watch yes. cat. I'm going to watch cat videos on my phone during my prep period. I get it. Yep. There That's was, I, I, had a, I had a six fifths one year where I didn't have a prep period. Right. So I taught six classes. I didn't, oh. I didn't have a prep period. So I never left my classroom at lunchtime. I literally, 
I would watch documentaries while I ate a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in pieces. Like that's don't ask me to do anything. Like don't, yeah. don't expect me to touch anything during that time. I'm just going to stare. And I totally, and I don't, I don't begrudge people for that, but I think, you know, we, we can't, I, there was something on Twitter. We talked, I was on Twitter before and we talked about it. Like we can't say that we want a staff meeting to be an email and then not read the email. Right. Right. We, right. we, we can't say that we want and we need time, but then don't use the time that, right. we're, that we're given. Right. So I think that we have to give time as, as, as leaders and as, as teachers, classroom teachers, we, we have to use that time to get done what we need to get done. And that means we have to focus. We have to come in and focus what that looks like. Mike, we could spin on this and talk about this, but let's wrap up the episode, man. Yeah, let's wrap it up. It wouldn't be punk rock classrooms if we didn't talk about what we're listening to. Mike, what have you been listening to, buddy? Well, last night, Buell dropped the first single off of their uh, upcoming record. So I've, I can't tell you how from last night with the YouTube video to then, you know, it's on Spotify now this morning. So I pretty much just had that track on a, on repeat, but I'm not going to lie, but listening to the, to the first record, just kind of revisiting that record. And it's, uh, it's so good. And I just, I got a feeling like this new one is, is not going to disappoint, man. No, I pre-ordered, I pre-ordered the, the EP. I pre-ordered a vinyl today. Uh, cause I gotta have it. So I've been listening right, to that course. too. But then uh, a a band, one of the guys from Small Brown Bike, and one of the guys from oh man, what was the other band? I can't remember the other band. Uh, but one of the guys from Small Brown Bike has a new band out called Eighty Four Tigers. A nice, wonderful okay. Detroit reference to when the Tigers won the yeah. World Series in nineteen eighty four. And they put a single out uh, called Kingdom of One. Great sort of Small Brown Bike, early two thousands sort of the indie sort of harder punk thing that kind of happened. If you think like you think about bands like small Brown bike and you think about bands like, you know, early, early two thousands, hot water music or casket lottery and bands like that, that sort of vein. Uh, So definitely, definitely cool. Love that track. Love the new be well track. So that's, that's what I've been jamming out to. All right, folks, we want to thank you for tuning in. You know that you can find the show over on the internet at www.punkrockclassrooms.com. You can find us on the social medias uh, at Twitter and Instagram. They're the same handles at punk classroom. You can find Mike on both of those at Mike R. Earnshaw. And you can find me on both of those at Josh R. Buckley. Don't forget to pick up Mike's book, the Educulture Cookbook. Find it on Amazon. There's a link on our website. If you're looking, if you're forced to do a faculty meeting every month, because Mike is, <laughs> it'll give you something to do for those faculty meetings every month. Go check it out. Uh, and I think, I think that's it, everybody. Yeah. I think we, uh, where are we going to see him at, Josh? Ah, we'll see them at the at show. The show. podcast is a proud member of the teach better podcast network better today better tomorrow and the podcast to get you there explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com we'll see you on the next episode